Ideas are everywhere. Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group Podcast. I'm your host, David Bellary. Today we have a returning guest, Jill Swenson. Jill joined us uh, a while back uh, talking about the Royal Saskatchewan Museum, but this time she's here to talk about Saskatchewan Fashion Week. Actually, a little bit of both. The finalists were announced for the Saskatchewan Tourism Awards of Excellence. And Phoenix Group is a sponsor of the Gil Cardner Marketing Award. Nominated for the award this year are the Royal Saskatchewan Museum and Saskatchewan Fashion Week. The third nominee is the Cypress Hills Destination Area, and we'll hear from them hopefully next week on Lessons Learned in Marketing. But today, let's enjoy a conversation again with Jill Swenson. Welcome back, Jill. Well, thank you for having me again. It's my pleasure. And today we're talking about the host awards for Tourism Saskatchewan, which is uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. And you're involved with a couple of uh, nominees this year. So. Yeah, we um, both the Royal Saskatchewan Museum and Saskatchewan Fashion Week are finalists for the Gil Cardner Marketing Award this year. So, um, And I have play roles with both in sort of a marketing communications um, position. So um, pretty exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. You, you got you increased your chances of taking home some silver. <laughs> <Yeah. so. laughs> um, well, we talked uh, a while back about uh, the RSM and what the RSM is doing. So if people are interested, I'd urge them to go back and listen to that episode. But let's focus today on your other uh, role, and that's at Sask Fashion Week. So first of all, maybe give me a little bit of what you're doing with Sask Fashion Week. And um, So I have been the marketing manager for Saskatchewan Fashion Week since the event started back in 2012 and um, oh, kind of wow. got connected to the event. My sister-in-law is Sarah Lindsay. She's uh, kind of a well-known makeup artist oh, in the city. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so she, um, you know, I was working on finishing my degree, was was pretty close to, to being done, and she said, hey, I know some people who are, you know, working to start, possibly start this event, and they're looking for somebody to get involved with marketing, and, you know, would you be interested? And so I had a couple meetings and, and everything went from there. So, well, let's talk about Sask fashion week because, or should I say Saskatchewan fashion week? I know everybody. Well, we, kind of it's all any either or. Yeah. Okay. Or we say SFW and you know, so yeah, all is good. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit about the award and uh, the marketing that you guys did to um, lead up to that nomination. But I'm also interested in, since you were there from the beginning, Sask Fashion Week and, and what it took to get that rolling, because um, we're getting known now as a, as a place that yeah. has fashion being uh, produced here and created here. Well, that was really the, the point. The, um, there were you know three founders, um, Chris Pritchard, um, Candice Weissel, and... Um, Chelsea Pedersen, and they kind of came together and each from different areas. Um, Chris and Candice are both um, hairstylists by trade and they, they own their own salons. And um, Chelsea is one of the owners um, of Cade and Coda. Oh, okay. Um, but she's kind of, she's also got sort of a fashion um, education background from Lethbridge. And um, they, they really wanted to say, you know, you don't have to move away to be involved or be successful in whether it's the fashion industry or, you know, hair, makeup, all these different areas that are involved within the overarching sort of fashion industry. Yeah. Um, and that you can, you know, there's, that you can be successful here. Um, but also that there would be a venue or an outlet to showcase all of the talent that exists 
in our province in those industries as well. So, so how do you go about creating an event from nothing? Um, I, well, I think I mean it's all networking networks. Not I mean networking, but you know networks. Everybody had their own networks to begin with, um, and you you know you've got you know somebody like Chris who's worked on a number of. Um, of uh, photo shoots in the past, so he, Chris knows Sarah Lindsay, and he knows photographers, and he knows, you know, and then Candace and Chelsea have their contacts as well, and so once you have all these various players and all their contacts, and then those contacts reaching out as well, you're able to, you know, meet a whole bunch of designers and, um, and other, you know, talent that exists, and whether it's in Regina or um, Saskatoon or other surrounding communities, and kind of what it's done is drawn everybody together and it's um it's a really fantastic um organization in that it provides so much opportunity for collaboration Mm -hmm. and um and networking within fields and mentorship and there's so many you know there's mentorships and friendships and so much that is that's come out of this event so you think that the community itself has developed stronger because of sask fashion week the community as in sort of... The fashion community, like you talk about networking and meeting new people. I mean, it's probably a pretty tight community already, but when you work together, often... It, yeah, it, I think that, like kind of as I was saying, that a lot of friendships have been have built and a lot of mentorships have come um, from this event. And I think that people, also people who... Um, I think, too... Those that started kind of in the beginning or, or have done it other years are able to share their experiences mm-hmm. and share their expertise and, and you know, um, give tips and tricks to the other designers who are coming in. And I, I think that there's um, there's really like a uh, willingness and um, an openness um, among everybody involved. It seems as though everybody is willing to share. You know. Common goal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, how has this event grown since it started? What is it? What was it and what yeah. is it now? Well, originally it was held in 2012 in City Square Plaza um, in a tent. It was one of the first ever events in City Square Plaza. And it was held there 2012 and 2013. And in 2013, it was much, much larger because we were actually able to share the Juno uh, tent. Oh, well, that was a so big when the year Junos here were held, yeah. Yes. So then we <laughs> shared that same tent with them. Uh, we kept it up for a week or two longer, um, and then we used it. Uh, so it was really great. It really enabled us to grow our audience kind of immediately, right? Yeah. So we went from a smaller space, and had we not had that opportunity to collaborate or to partner with them and have that larger space, we might not have grown the event as, as quickly as we were able to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that provided that opportunity. And then the next year we moved over to the soundstage and Sass Fashion Week was one of the first ever public events held at the soundstage. What a great idea. What a great idea to use that space. It's Yeah, and it's perfect. It's it's such a great space because we use the one of the large, I think it's called Soundstage One, the largest space is kind of where the main event is. There's two other rooms that we use. One is kind of the pre and after party room the other one is where we have our designer pop-up shop so we have a lot of designers who actually sell garments from current collection past collections um stuff that you've just seen on the runway you can go and buy you can meet the designers you can interact with them um so it's all and it's all in one space well and one of the perfect things about that space especially for creative or fashion fashion especially is that it's it's invisible. It's all black. So whatever you bring in there just pops out. Oh, and that's... you can create it however you want to create it. Yeah. So. And our well, Fashion Week, we've always kind of taken a new approach each year. Our, our campaign looks very different from year to year. Um, kind of uh, take it. 
really take a new creative approach each year. And so the, the venue is actually decorated differently each year as well. So you're never gonna you're never gonna go and have, of course you're never gonna see the same you know looks on the runway in terms of makeup, hair, and fashion. But you're also gonna experience experience something different in terms of the interior design and the feel and the vibe and the energy that's you know taking place when you walk through the doors. That's very cool. Yeah. So in 2016, let's talk about um, the marketing and what your team and the yeah. team all together did to uh, earn themselves this nomination. And um, we had we had a number of uh, each year we kind of revisit each. E at the end of each year, we, we really look at, you know, what worked well, what didn't work well. Um, so we have some, you know, marketing buys and, and in-kind um, marketing placements that mm -hmm. we have through our sponsors that we go, that we go with, and they're, they're, they're really, they work really well for us. Um, but this year, we kind of did a couple of things. Um, this year, we, we the, the campaign itself was a little bit unique in that we wanted to focus on... Um, the designers and the people who are, it was our fifth year, so fifth anniversary, mm -hmm. we wanted to really focus on, you know, who's bringing this event to life, who's working hard behind the scenes. So we actually had, the designers were the models in the campaign. Oh, okay. So if you were to look at any of our photos from last year, each and every one of the people um, who was a main person in the in the shoot was uh, was a designer and showed at Fashion Week. So that was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, and then we also took sort of a sort of a strategic approach to um, creating content and create and engaging with our um, audience through social media leading up to the event, um, so that we could really um, provide them with information that would be relevant and interesting, and uh, you know, I guess help build their connection to the various designers or the various people involved in the event and then also you know tips and tricks and behind the scenes of oh, okay. of what you what's going on to bring this event to life and then even pieces like you know what's current in fashion or what's current in hair and makeup or you know we kind of lead up to the event um in a with a variety of different topics so, so you're really bringing the creators forward and yes we kind of what we did we we kind of had this we've had a um so we've had a survey each year for our ticket buyers, so mm -hmm. we always do demographics. And this year we wanted to learn a little bit more about um, the psychographic in reason as to why are people coming to the event. So we did a couple things to, to try to really hone in on that, and we added a question to our, um, to our ticket survey. So it was kind of that idea of, you know, are they coming because they support a contributor, whether it's a designer or a model or a hairstylist or a committee member, anybody who, anybody who's involved, is that why, are they coming to support? Um, are they coming because they, they love fashion, that they're just, you know, diehard fashion fans? Or maybe they come because they want the experience, they want to have a fun night out with their friends or their sister or their mom, and, and it's a great place for them to go out and have a, have a, a lot of fun. So we kind of had a few different thoughts as to why a lot of our guests come. So we added that question into our ticket buyer survey. And so then we also... I ask first, yeah. before you go further, how did you do that? So is it an open-ended question when I bought a ticket or... No, we, we made it a multiple choice question. Okay. So we hypothesized those reasons as to why people would be... At the, they would be the main reasons as mm -hmm. to why people would attend. But we wanted to see how many people responded to which mm -hmm. area. Yeah. And um, that was... People were quite willing to respond with that? Yeah. Well, I mean, we what we do is we have... Um, 
the survey is required okay. by ticket buyers. So, and it's pretty quick. It's just you know age range. You know, have you attended in the past? Yeah. Um, why do you attend? What is, what would be the main reason why you're yeah. attending this okay. event? Those types of things. So, um, and it only takes a couple minutes or even a well, minute. Not I would even say. that. Yeah. Yeah. For not sure. even. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So we built that in, and then we also tried to we brought on a team of bloggers um, this year. So we had four four bloggers who each created one blog a month, and we created a content calendar, and the themes of the blogs tied back into those reasons of why we thought people attend the event. So the, the blogs kind of tied back into, they were kind of focused on, um, we had uh, contributor stories, so sharing stories about designers mm -hmm. or models, or you know, we did um, event experiences like why I love attending Fashion Week or what you can expect when you attend this coming year, um, behind the scenes access, and um, you know, fashion, hair, and makeup trends. So we tried to focus on sort of different areas that tied back into those reasons or those que that question on the survey was the um would the survey uh, um guide how much of that content you were given well that's what we were trying to well that's what we were trying to do so we were trying to say okay we've got these these hypotheses as to yeah. why we think people are coming um so let's ask this question and let's also create content that Relates back, that relates feeds, back yeah. to these. And so we can do two things. We can see how many people, the reach and engagement that we're getting when we post these different types of content pieces. Mm -hmm. We can time these content pieces as well so they're relevant. You know, we the ones that talked about what can I expect or how will I have the best SFW experience this year were done much closer to the event. Whereas we had some of the more contributor stories and um, behind the scenes pieces earlier on. And then we... Um, we, I mean, we watched the, the reach and engagement that these different, that this content received. And then we also, of, of course, at the end of the day, had the survey results. And they kind of seemed to, to match. Oh, perfect. So how did you, um, I love that idea. And I think that's, it, you know, it's something that's pretty easy to do. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, we often neglect thinking of doing it. So how did you collect, did you come together as a team to think of these hypotheses? Or how did you form that idea and then um i think we yeah well, there was a few of us who kind of said you know i think i i, I think it, i was sort of the one that said i think we really should add this yeah. question in um let's try to figure out you know are we doing a good job of creating content and engaging our audience and and we can do that by looking at our engagement but we can also just we could ask them mm -hmm. you know why are you coming? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's one of those things that's so easy to do, but you don't always think of it, you know, yeah. just like you said. So well, we could ask them. We could ask them. So, um, yeah, we, we, we did talk a little bit about, you know, why we, why we thought or feedback that we heard or, you know, um, even what, what you see, you can kind of see, oh, you know, a big group of people are there because they want to support one of the designers or, mm -hmm. you know, various yeah. reasons. Yeah, like for sure. So, yeah. You have, um, you have theories, but you're, it's good to have the facts too. Yeah. And, the data. and I mean, we've seen people buy the tickets for like a bachelorette party or a birthday party of a friend. So that yeah. might be aligned more with that. You know, we want to get together and have a fun night out. Yeah. Then we see our, you know, really fashionable fashion forward guests who, you know, love to sit front row and, go immediately to the de designer pop-up shop and really engage with the designers. And you can tell, you know, those there's some fashion lovers there. So we had pretty good ideas of, of um, some of the reasons why people were attending. And I guess one of the other questions was, but how many are attending for who? 
Right. How What's many the ratio of there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the bloggers um, were volunteers. Yeah, right. we, Is that right? yeah, yeah, they, we were, we offered them, they each got um, some weekend passes. We wanted them to come to the event and uh, we, they had their hair and makeup done if they wanted with our backstage um, with the, you know, pro hair and makeup teams. And oh, nice. so they had some fun perks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So did you, did you reach out to a blog community or they yeah. came to you? Yeah, or? we, yeah. we, we select, we reached out to them. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. 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 So we had, um, we had uh, Sarah Bellamy, who's kind of hers tag is Sarah City. Um, we had Riley Lawson and um, Tay Getzlaff, who goes uh, by Lady Getz, and then um, Holly Horvath, who's Teach Me Style. Mm-hmm. And we we went out and kind of selected them as being, you know, known bloggers in mm-hmm. uh, in the city. And Yeah, and good influencers with the crowd exactly, that you're yeah. looking at. Yeah. yeah, that's very smart. Yeah, and different approaches too. I mean, Holly's Holly's got her approach to like teach me style. She's a teacher. Um, and what we did is we actually, we, so I met with them and we talked about them creating content that suited their style and suited their interests. And so I didn't, I, we didn't say, Hey, you know, I want you to write a story about this. It was, you know, we, we we had some on the list that these are things we'd like to have done, but at the same time, what are your ideas? And you know, well, that's better. I think. Yeah. For them, and yeah. that they're not sort of, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, selling themselves out, and they're being true to their own audience. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, exactly. It's everything was authentic that came from it, and as a, as a result of saying, you know, we'd love to have some of these pieces come out. Is anybody more or le- more interested in these or less interested? And you know, what would you like to see, or who are you, or even who are you connected to? Who do you have a nice relationship to that would open up to you and yeah. you could create a, a great story about those? That's a things. great idea. So, yeah. Great idea. Um, yeah, so, and it was really, really, really good. We had um, the topics laid out. We knew what we were doing from February till May um, every week. We knew the due dates. We knew who was writing them. And so everybody, and they, they each did one a month. And so it was a reasonable kind of work yeah. level. Yeah, but in total, you had lots of content. For but sure. every week, we had a new piece to push yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how did they do? Overall, really well. We, I mean, the consistency of delivering content every week was was really great um and we had i would say again it was a lot of the contributor stories seemed to do really really well um people like the behind the scenes access um and then when we had the last few that we built up um what can you expect the interior design to look like what can you um expect from the designer pop-up shop that we have um and kind of providing information more and more information about what's this event experience going to be like. Um, those ones did really strongly as well. So they they all did quite well. Um, but I think that we probably saw that the contributor stories were probably the strongest. Um, and that was, did match our survey results. We had, uh, let me just see here. I think it was 50, well, yeah, when we had our survey in the end, we had 56% who said they are attending to support a contributor. We had 27% say they were fashion lovers and 17% say they get together for a fun night out with friends or family or loved no, ones. So, really cool. Yeah, so kind of matched a little bit of the of, um, of our survey results as well. So everything kind of aligned really nicely and gave us um, really strong information to go forward with too. And were you doing other marketing as well? Yeah, well, we do kind of the, the traditional. We do billboards and um, we 
place uh, commercials with Global. Um, they're one of our sponsors, and we do um, some radio ads with, we have a couple sponsors we do with Rocco and Golden West. So we reach out to some of the um, surrounding communities as well. Um, and we do, we actually place, and we actually, so beyond trying to obviously get attendees to, um, to buy tickets, we also want exposure, national exposure as much as we can. So we, we do um, stream the, the event live uh, every night. So we've been, for the past three years, we've placed an ad um, well, just this past year, we placed an actual full-page ad in Fashion Magazine, encouraging people to check out the live stream. And we do a takeover of the Fashion Magazine website to for the for the about ten days leading up to Fashion Week mm-hmm. and and throughout the event, encouraging people to watch live stream at nine p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> and uh, and um, they kind of they've been so great. They they sent us um, a Fashion Magazine for. Every guest at the um, at the VIP tables oh, last nice. year, and they featured us in their city scene section oh, last year. Helps. So, yeah. yeah, we've developed a really nice relationship with um, with one of the with a couple of the people at Fashion Magazine there too. So, so tell me about the uh, live streaming. Like, how was it received? Um, it's been received quite well. I mean, we we try to drive. Uh, you know, anybody who can't come, we, we hope that they want to want to watch the live stream. But um, uh, we've been streaming it. I. Th- think since we've been in the soundstage so I'm pretty sure that that's the correct information that would be 2013 2014 no 2014 2015 and 2016 it's been on um there's been a live stream um and so we've had over 12,000 live stream viewers and over 90,000 live stream minutes viewed yeah um we've like and over the course since 2012 we've had over 120,000 visitors to our website so that's partially driven by, you know, visit sasfashionweek.com to view the live stream. Yeah. So, yeah, we feel, you know, pretty strongly about it. And we've even had, you know, I think it was the lobby a couple years ago was going to stream it on their TVs in, in the oh, restaurant. Yeah. And, you <laughs> well, know, that'd be fun. Yeah, a little yeah, satellite event. Cool stuff, yeah. 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 Now, so uh, the big question is, um, over last year or the course of your years with Sask Fashion Week, um, lessons learned in marketing? What? Lots, 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 lots. <laughs> um, lessons learned. For me, one of the biggest things with this event is we really have um, an open-minded approach and are really willing to experiment and try new things. And we we look at what works and we, we're open to, to um, you know, obviously we want to stick with what works, but we want to try something new each year and see, you know, so that we don't have a recipe, is yeah. I guess what I'll say. To well, a degree we do, and then the rest is experimenting, or we, we have a really open um, approachable, like approachability with our team. So we, have, we want people to come to us with ideas, um, and we want to make those ideas come to life as much as we can. So um, like a couple of examples. Last year somebody said, uh, I think it was Chelsea, one of the founders said, um, hey, it'd be cool if, our, if we had a magazine. Okay. And I was like... You know what? That that's how we should make the program. Let's make a magazine. That's perfect. Yeah. We'll make a fashion magazine for our event program, and we did that, and it was great. And then we found a way to um, we did a Snapchat geo filter for the three days oh, of yeah. the event, and so people could put themselves kind of on the cover of our SFW magazine 
with that filter. Um, so we've done kind of cool like things like that. Um, we also last year we were with working with the bloggers. We had a, a videographer um, and a photographer. He's a videographer photographer on, on standby in case any of the bloggers needed help. So he came to me at one point and said, um, I think it'd be really cool if we did kind of like a recap video each night with the bloggers. Um, so can we can we do this? So I was like. Uh, Yes, I would love to do that. That sounds great. So we just kind of figured out where are we going to do this? What, you know, organize the bloggers to, you know, let's all collect yep. in this space at this time and let's create these videos. And I mean, that video, the first one we, we posted, um, we posted, you know, it was so the event was Thursday night. We posted it Friday morning and we got, um, you know, over 3,000 minutes viewed, over almost 4,000 unique viewers. This is just kind of like the next day. Just people watching yeah. content from the day before. So um, it was, you know, it was great. It was really, I really, really love really this great. idea that you're open to uh, different ideas. One, it, it, it's bang on the brand of fashion, right? It's always changing and, um, and it doesn't get tired. And as an event, then um, people are coming are going to have a different experience all the time. Yeah. But also, it's a volunteer event and People get excited about stuff that uh, you know that they're creating and part of part of creating. So exactly, you yeah. really uh, capitalize more on their passion. Exactly, they're they're joint, they're coming together to for this event, and then if we can, um, there's there like I said, there's so much there is so much talent yeah. that exists here, and when you have you know uh, Jared coming up to me and saying, "Hey, we should do this video," yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, I. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yes, please. Thank you. I'm yeah. so glad you brought that, you know, idea to me and let's let's do it. So So anything that you would um not do again? We had an app <laughs> oh, <laughs> at yeah. one point. Um I wouldn't do that again. It's 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 a kind of a I think if it's an event app is can be really challenging, especially if you don't have a huge I could see where maybe, you know, um, maybe Agribition might have an event app because there's so many people who are attending. Right. Um, but you still need everyone to get the app. You need everybody to download the app. There's almost like its own marketing campaign yeah. just for the app itself. Um, and so it's, yeah, I mean, we, we, we tried it. We thought, you know, it would be a good idea. And we tried that year. We actually um, tried to do a digital program and hold our program within the app. Oh, Okay. And didn't we didn't get good feedback on it? Yeah. So, okay, yeah. learn our lesson. <laughs> next, the next year we did a magazine. Everybody loved it, you know. So yeah, well, it's good. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Well, thank you very much, Jill, uh, for coming by again. And you're you're my very first two-time guest. So well, last time you sent me some Great Western. Uh, beer afterwards, so I had to come back. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> The, no, um, thanks for, I'm, I'm, you know, I love working with the Royal Sass Museum. I love working with Sass Fashion Week. So I'm, I'm happy to be able to represent both and to join you. So it's great. So, and coming up, that's coming up real soon. The uh, Saskatchewan Tourism Awards of Excellence. They have their uh, gala, which is uh, this year in Saskatoon at the Sheraton on April 5th. Uh, are you going to be there? I will be there, yes. Well, yeah. uh, I'm going to be the one handing out the prize, so I hope uh, you're coming up oh, I hope to so, yeah. collect it. Because <laughs> Phoenix Group is actually a sponsor of this that's award. That's right, so, yeah, yeah, that's right. All the best and uh, best of luck. Thank you. That's the show for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Lessons Learned in Marketing is the Phoenix Group podcast, and you can subscribe on iTunes. 
Music is from Six Degrees in Calgary. Thanks for listening. See you next week.